Hello and welcome to the Cast Cast. I'm your welcoming committee this week. I almost said my full legal name, uh, but you just know me as Jess. Co-hosties, how we doing? We're doing good. I'm Ilsa, by the way. Doing fine, and I'm Ella. Who are you? Castiel. Perfect. Uh, this week on the Cast Cast, we are talking about Season 6, Episode 19, Mommy Dearest. It aired April 29th, 2011, directed by John F. Showalter and written by Adam Glass. So that's basically the welcome and that information. We have a mailbag, but I don't I don't have this letter. Fantastic. We have, have a courier a with a mail. You're good. Yeah, um, so it's just been popped in the uh, general post box. Gorgeous. Oh, has it? Yep. Over at our mailbox. That's so interesting. Let me just grab it so I can uh, I can read it. We have a voice message that was sent to Ella that we're going to all listen to now, okay? Everybody, three, two, one, play. Yoda the cast cast, it's me, you don't know shit about cats, voice edition! Uh, I'm not a Sam girl, but I do consider myself Sam coded, and I personally enjoy your Sam commentary. My question for you is, uh, if Joe and Ellen had survived, where do you think Cass's relationship with both of them would have gone? Cool, alright, have a great time recording, good luck, bye! That was so sweet. So cute. Thank you. (laughs) You don't know shit about cats. Friend of the pod. Known friend of the pod. pod. It's so nice to hear your voice, dude. Welcome. You have a lovely voice, by the way. I hope that's not weird to say, but like really charming. Welcome to the pod. (laughs) The question is, if Joe and Cass had survived, what would their relationship be with Cass? Um, I mean, if Joe and Ellen had survived. Yeah. Yeah, what do you guys reckon? I think Joe and Cass would be friends, but I don't think they would let them actually hang out. So we're saying mm-hmm. off-screen hangouts, right? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. It seemed like Joe liked him. I think that there would be a lot of fics about them spending time together. She would be his best friend that he doesn't actually ever interact with on screen. Yes. I mean, similarly to Charlie being Dean's <laughs> best friend who's like on the show like five times or something right like it's the same thing no yeah 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 like this they just allude to multiple conversations and deep friendships that we just don't really see but yeah for sure i think maybe with ellen it would have been a bit of a like she kind of like the way she talks about the boys is very motherly and she's very like protective of them and wants them to talk to her and stuff. And I wonder if that would have transferred to Cass. Yeah. Um, or mm-hmm. if she would have just treated him more like a peer, like she treats Bobby or something. I'm not sure. It's a, it's an interesting question for sure. Because like, I don't know yeah. how, he, I don't know how he would, I don't know how he would handle being mothered. If that makes sense. Like if it would be weird for him. Yeah. 
Yeah, like Mary does call him like one of her boys at some point, um, but we don't really see that play out a lot. It's more just that they're both there. Um, but I was thinking the way that the show treats Jody, like maybe even if they were alive, uh, Cass would have just never interacted with them. <laughs> like they wouldn't have had the budget um. to have them in episodes together, like you said. So, you know, with Joe. They could probably be friends, but we might not see it. It uh, feels like a grievous misuse. They shouldn't have killed them. I know it was like, oh, they killed them and didn't they have such a great death and all that stuff. But you know what I say? Right? They shouldn't have done that. We've, I mean, we've yeah. said this. Okay. Yeah. We've said this, but I they think... They should not been... have done that. They should have lived. They should not have died. They should have lived. They should not have died. And I think even though we have said this, it bears repeating... And we will probably keep repeating it every time they come up. Um, I think the more you, like, watch the show, the more, like, obvious it is that they shouldn't have died. Because kind of in the moment, you can feel the, uh, like, man pain. And so you're like, okay, well, you know, I guess for the plot, you know, something bad had to happen. But it's, like, it's just such a shame. Like, they could have helped with all this Eve stuff. Like It really is. You know, just like in the Titanic less uh, universe, you know, the hunting and stuff. Yeah. And like the show went on for so long. So long. It's the thing. It's like if it had ended in season five or season six, I would have been like, okay, great. But like, yeah, it went on for so long. Yeah. It's like, come on, give me a little sugar. Yeah, it just give feels me those ridiculous. Hmm. Especially with the gossip the going around. Yeah, especially, I don't know if it's gossip or if it's confirmed, but I've heard that, like, Krupke basically didn't trust other writers to write them or other people uh-huh. to, like, produce their storyline. And that just feels very sad to me. Like, he just didn't want other people playing in a sandbox. He should have killed Maybe. them all then. Like, <laughs> I think he tried, didn't he try? Krupke, they made Teen K. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I would like to say more on the topic of of Joe and Ellen, though. Um, And the more that I would like to say is, like, I think I would really love to see a weird and strained relationship between Cass and Ellen. I think it would be really funny. Weird in what way? Uh, Weird in the sense that she's used to, like, mothering people she sees as younger or less experienced or stupid or whatever, right? Like, she does this tough mom tough love thing um Mm -hmm. and he's not very used to affection in the first place so i think it would be very confusing for him the thing she's doing where she's like trying to assert authority over everyone while at the same time trying to express affection i think that would Mm -hmm. be really strange to him and he would not like it (laughs) so i think i think it would be really interesting (laughs) if he and Joe had like a fine relationship and she's just like, I love this little weirdo that I found basically wandering the streets. Um, um, yeah. And he hates my mom or not. He hates my mom, but my mom does not get him and he does not get my mom. And it is a weird situation. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Do you think there'd be a situation where um, maybe Alan is like, you know, you've been hanging out with Cass a lot. Anything going on there? And Joe's just like, ha, no, no. No, mom, I don't think there's anything going on there. Anything more to say? I think we've covered everything. I like Joe a lot. 
Yeah, I hope I wish she had Yeah, back. thank you so much for sending the voicemail. It's so special. Yes, we love your voicemail. You guys doubted anyone would send one? I yeah, think. I think that actually... And I was We confident. should not have doubted. <laughs> Call me Thomas the way I was thank doubting. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, it was great. Thank um, you very much. Do we have any... Okay, great. Well... Very much thank yeah. you. And anybody else, feel free to send Please. in a voice message. Uh, you can email it to us at thecastcast at gmail.com or if you have any of our um, Discord informations, which you won't have mine because that's <laughs> private, but uh, you can also do that. Um, okay, we love you. Send us a mail. We love getting messages. Anyway, uh, Ella, I think you're doing the recap she for this sure episode. Is. I am, I am. Take I it have... away. I have copious notes. I went a bit crazy because I, this episode, great Cass episode. Um, I just want to start with that before we dive into deeper. Do you agree? I enjoyed the Cass a lot. I like when he's mean. Hell Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. They were so couple that's about to get a divorce. Like it was crazy. (laughs) This is a real example of one of those episodes where, uh, Dean and Cass are just like uh, more connected than other characters and the show is mm-hmm. kind of, it's not really for a reason and the only reason is that they, it's like they want to talk to each other or that Cass wants to talk to Dean over Sam and it's it's just interesting um, you know, because this is not a situation where Sam doesn't have a soul or whatever mm. like he could just be speaking to the whole group but instead it's like separately Dean a lot I just thought I noticed that. They do be doing so good stuff. They do this a lot. They do this a lot, mm. a lot. And for what? What could it mean? What nothing. could it mean? <laughs> it means nothing. Let's move on. I don't want to talk about it. So we start off with two guys leaving um, a bar. Uh, they're having a very relatable conversation about how beer is more expensive in the city and cheaper in the country. So true. Uh, everything's um. expensive <laughs> in the damn city. It's bad. It's bad out here. Yeah. Goddamn city. Oh. Uh, they bump into Eve, who calls herself perfect. Uh, uh, yes, she is. Uh, she f- touches one of them, um, and then she goes into the bar and she fucks all the people in there up. Uh, she, you know, she locks them in there, and she's making them a bunch of monsters. We're not really sure what's happening at that point. The boys are brainstorming at Bobby's, uh, talking about the Phoenix Ashes from last week that they got, you know, mm-hmm. back in time. We get the. Uh, notorious slash legendary slash beloved slash controversial exchange mm. slash beloved wow. I guess as well by some it's not like Cass lives in my ass dude's busy Cass appears directly behind I, Dean like, I hate them. I'm Cass like, get out of my ass I was never in limb. your ass <laughs> I can't um, express anyway we'll come back to that um, I hate it it's inexpressible We'll come back to oh, it. We'll God, come back to it. Um, fine. No, it's Eve fine. I just wanted to... Is... I want that on record. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give, yeah, we'll, it'll be on record. Um, uh, Cass says that uh, Eve is hidden from all angels. Um, and then Sam suggests they reach out to a friendly monster who they can talk to. Um, then we get uh, my girlfriend, Amber Benson, um, who plays Lenore. We've seen her once before in season two. Uh, she is best known for playing Tara on Buffy. Tara, I guess. Um, 
She's never done anything wrong in her life. I love her. Anyway, um, she doesn't want to talk about Eve. She's very spooked. She's very, like, disheveled. Um, and she reveals that basically Eve has been sending out bad vibes to all the monsters <laughs> to, like, make them act like monsters. Um, I guess just upping that general bad vibe that the monsters have that makes them have to eat people or whatever. Um They've, she's fed again. Um, she used to be a vampire who wouldn't feed. That was like the whole deal of that episode. Um, and she's also explaining to them that Eve could see them like through her. Um, so she gives them the location, but she asks mm. for them to kill her. Oh, um, she, the boys don't want to kill her. So um, she's kind of goading them. And then Cass just like smites her in this really brutal way, like grabs her head. Looks really creepy. Um <laughs> And he just says, we needed to move this along. <laughs> um, the boys then all fly to the location, she said, which is Grand Pass, Oregon. Um, they hop into a diner to get internet, I guess, uh, to hack the police database, as you do. Um, Bobby's very annoyed to be on an iPad. Uh, Cass tries to fly away to, like, search the town, you know, do, like, angel scanning. Um, but he realizes that his powers aren't working. We'll come back to this whole exchange later. Pause. Don't jump. It's, I'm not yeah, anyway, it's so good. Um, is it? Is it? Okay. Anyway, move on. Okay. Okay. Fine. After Bob, <laughs> I just love Cass's face. Okay. Anyway, after um Bobby finds some info like I don't know on the CDC website or whatever about a patient being reported as having some kind of mystery illness, uh, Dean and Cass try to go meet the doctor. Instead, um, they talk to like I guess his coworker or receptionist or something. Um. And they find out, like, that he's not in. Um, and then they go around the back and there's, like, the patient that he reported, like, dead in, like, a f- plastic bag at the back. Um, yeah. Uh, Bobby and Sam are posing as FBI agents to go check out uh, his family, the doctor. They can't find him at his house. Uh, they bump into the sheriff, who's apparently also checking on him. They they also seem to have stolen two cars at some point because Sam and Bobby are in a car and Dean and Cass are in a car. Yeah, I have questions. Yeah. <laughs> they basically find the victim, like, like, info when they found him. So they go to his house and it's just a house full of real fucked up dudes. They're all looking the same as this uh, guy, Ed. Um, and this, this one guy's, like, not dead yet. But uh, before he dies, he describes, like, a girl from the bar... And he's just kind of just dying and being sad. Um, so that's a bit grim. Yeah. Uh, they go to the bar. Everyone in there is also dead. Um, and they realize that they are all some kind of hybrid monster, which Dean gets to name apparently because he discovered them for Bobby. Um, he names them Jefferson Starships because they are horrible and hard to kill. Um, we'll come back to that. That's a bit of a Dean crime, I would say. <laughs> Cops show up and Dean, like, hides and, you know, everyone else gets grabbed. Um, He follows them anyway. And then when they get back to the station, Sam realizes through, I guess, what was it? Like, the cameras um, that they're all cops. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that all the cops, (laughs) that all the cops are Jefferson Starships. Um, While they're, like, they, they, you know... Dean shows up, kills one, Cass kills one, and then the other one they're interrogating. They find two kids at the station, boys, one older and one younger, classic. The older sibling is blonde, I would like to point out to the jury. Um, 
Fuck anyway, off. Cass is Cass is. <laughs> it's my middle bit. I I I'm allowed to read. Do your thing. Fine, as I, fine, as I please. Do your thing. Um, what she would keep reading it. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so Cass is like so over it and he very dramatically is like annoyed that Dean um and Sam want to go drop the kids to their uncle Cass and Bobby well Bobby's interrogating the guy but t- Cass takes over and somehow very brutally we don't see um he seems to know how to get the answers even without his powers um and they get the location, and turns out when the boys come back that it was the diner they were at earlier. Uh, so Sam and Dean going first. They've all got uh, bullets with the Phoenix Ash. They, there was five bullets worth, and they each have one. And presumably Dean has a backup one because he puts two in his pocket. Um, that's keeping that in mind mm. for later. <laughs> um Eve, like, basically serves them and introduces herself. They ha- they had figured out that everyone in there was also, like, a Jefferson starship. Um, she smells the ash on their guns and is pissed. Uh, she starts explaining her plan. Um, she's really annoyed that her children have been, like, tortured and killed. Um, she's getting aggravated at them because they're just fighting her on everything. Um, and so she transforms into their mom, Mary. Uh, Sam Smith back What's as up? Mary, well, as what she looks like. Shout out. Um, she, you know, she's talking about like mother's love in regards to like why she's so upset about the monsters. Uh, she tells them that she wants Crowley dead, and the boys are like, "He is dead, bro." And uh, she's like, "No, he's not. He's alive. He's still torturing them. I can see him right now through my monsters, basically." Uh, She's saying he wants the souls. He wants like the power of purgatory, essentially. And so she's saying that she's been trying to create uh, the perfect beast, she says, uh, so that the souls will instead go to purgatory instead of hell or heaven. uh, So that like, you know, it doesn't, the power doesn't mean anything and it's all hers. Surprisingly, oh my God, the little brother out of the two uh, was actually one of the monsters. um, And he kills his brother and uncle, uh, so shock and horror happening over <sighs> at that house. Um, the boys are sad about that. Uh, she is like, again, like, I want Crowley. Like, you have to give me Crowley. And so she brings in Bobby and Cass, who were, like, hiding outside. Obviously not hiding very well um, as, like, collateral. I love that she says to Cass, I'm older than you, Castiel. I know what makes angels tick in regards to him not having mm-hmm. any powers, which is interesting. We'll come back to that. They double down and say no again. Dean goads her specifically into biting him. And she basically just like goops out and dies because he's taken a shot of the ash. (laughs) Cass uh, then smites all the monsters in the diner because his power is back. Um, And he comes over and heals Dean uh, from turning into a Jefferson starship from the bite. Got to come back to that as well because what's going on there in terms of being able to heal people from monster viruses. Convenient and never brought up again, I think. Mm-hmm. Cass uh, exclaims that it's unbelievable that the kid turned out to be a monster because he obviously was like <laughs> these fucking kids. They fly to where the kids were and they they find that um, some demons have killed the kids because there's like sulfur or whatever around demon dust. Mm. Uh, they 
talk to each other about what Eve said and Cass, um, he lies a little bit better than the last time we saw him lying. Um, What's up? But uh, he's like, I'm going to go suss it out. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's not good enough for Bobby and Sam, though, um, who seem to be doubting him when he's gone. Um, But Dean says, this is Cass we're talking about. And we then head back to the diner. Uh, Jefferson Starship song Miracles starts playing on the diner jukebox, which I love. I love those little like machines uh. with like where it picks up the thing and spins around. Good, it's good to me. <laughs> Crowley appears, dun dun dun, to Cass, and he uh, he asks Cass, um, "How many times am I going to have to clean up your messes?" And that's the end of the episode. I mean, crazy. Can we say that it rips? Because I feel like this one was just like boom, boom, boom action. You know, it it does rip. It's it. There was not a moment of ease moment that whole time. Seemed. No, I agree. What's what's your guys' take on this episode? How did you how did you feel? I found myself wanting the script to be better because I like you said. It rips, mm. and I feel like a lot of really interesting plot things happen. Mm. But kind of consistently, there's things in the script that I think could have been a bit uh, funnier or a bit more witty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also like a lot of stuff I like, so it's not a total uh, mistake. But you know, I think someone like maybe one of the other writers might have like got the tone a bit better or mm-hmm. something. I don't know, but it's fun, and yeah, a lot of good cast, a lot of cast. Yeah. Uh, the cast count is, we didn't say it before. What is it, Jess? Minutes. It's 24 <gasps> minutes and 23 seconds. Oh, my seconds. gosh. Out of a what? That's pretty long. Yeah, it's pretty long. Out of that's a, a lot of cast. That's a lot of cast. We don't usually get that lucky. Out of 43, lucky. 42. Yeah, like, hello? hello okay, cast. here's what I have to say. Oh. Yeah? I really think it's cute how in this episode it's, like, usually all four of them together. Like, in this episode it's all four of them together and, like, towards the back half, half of this season it's, like, Dean and Sam, Bobby, and Cass are, like, the core four. I think that's really yeah. cute. Agreed. Um, and then when they're, like, running around together in their little car. <laughs> um, I love yeah. that. And I think it's really sweet and it's, like, oh. Yeah. You guys are besties. <laughs> yeah, there's besties. a lot of shots where it's like the four of them standing. Um, there's a funny Tumblr post where that's like they're all standing like facing the front, except Dean is turned around, and someone said that it looked like a like character unlocking thing in a game. <laughs> they're all just kind of standing, kind of like yeah. You haven't unlocked Dean yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very good. But yeah, they're not often like that. Yeah. No. Um. I I think that's one of the strengths of this episode is actually. Like I was saying before with Ellen and Joe, I feel like, like it's such a misuse of resources. And I feel like you should, you have to think of a character as a resource if you're a writer, right? Like it only makes sense. Mm. Whereas with mm. um, with this one, they're actually, when, when they use uh, Bobby, Sam, Cass, Dean as the core four, they are actually using those resources. And it, it's it's really fun to experience. Um, and so I think, yeah. again, I've said this a million times, I feel like, but Supernatural should be an ensemble show. But I understand that they can't be one 
because of the original vision. They can't afford that. Yeah, because they can't afford they have it. To, they have to pay Dean and Sam so much fucking so much money. Fucking money. <laughs> uh, they don't have anything. And then, of course, there's the embezzling. So, <laughs> oh, we need to ask that question when we get Ben on the show. Ben, was there? Oh my god. Ben. We had to say Ben. Listen, listen. Was there a little funny money going on? Did you see any of it? Tell the truth. <laughs> I didn't even think it's funny money. I think it's wait, who's the EP? Who's another producer? And they're married? <laughs> Suspicious. I have questions. Anyway. Oh, um I think it like you said, it's like it's so fun to see them working towards the same goal. And while like we as the audience know something's going on with Cass. Uh, the viewers like for the first time wouldn't really have and so this reveal at the end would have been so dramatic I imagine yeah on the first watch would have been a gag (laughs) also like I think he does a pretty good job lying yeah I don't Um, I would have fell for it I get it Dean listen I get it yeah also like he does a pretty good job of being like what do you mean Crowley's alive yeah you know yeah like no it doesn't make any sense yeah that's what also, i'm saying i noticed like yeah Cass is like really cute in this episode first of all dean keeps talking about the cdc and Cass is like has absolutely no idea what that is he's just like sure <laughs> Dean's- he's like another acronym that i don't care about can we move on at one point dean dean says who calls the cdc and then goes a wall and Cass is like what <laughs> i don't know what that means and then later says something else about the CDC, and then guys like, I don't understand what's going on at all. <laughs> um, he pulled on that feeling. <laughs> Sorry, he channeled that it's when like, they were like, Crowley is alive. He's like, go back to the CDC. You don't know. You don't understand. Just channel it. You don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ella, you were saying something. Oh, I just, like... Okay, do you want to talk about the exchange at the start before we talk about the cast scenes that um, I, I enjoy at least? I think we should um, clear the air. Yeah, let's go for it. It is a it is an exchange that gets kind of um, brought up when Destiel is discussed a lot. And it, it's often like kind of like, ha-ha, like... <laughs> I don't know. I can't even figure out how to say it without. I I don't want to be mean to people who think that it's funny. I will, um, but it isn't funny. It's fucking homophobic, and this is the thing that drives me nuts about the show and the way that people interact with, not just this show, but like a lot of shows. It's like where there's where there's a a, a strong like contingent of and like known shipping of like male leads. They'll throw in jokes yeah. and shippers are like oh my gosh they're talking about us and it's like they're laughing at Dude, you do you not see they're laughing at they're you? making fun of not only you but also like gay people in general do you know what i mean like it's just like the feeling is not good yeah it's not feels bad yeah it feels bad yeah i don't know do you think it like yeah it, it's also one of those things where it's like okay so that joke is kind of um mean-spirited right but it's like Mm -hmm. you guys chose to make that joke (laughs) like don't talk about don't like don't like talk about the ship if you're only gonna just like be mean i guess yeah like because it's like ha they do that but then it's like well no dean and Cass do have a stronger relationship than uh Cass and the other two like yeah. We've seen that multiple times yeah. already. So it's like they're they're pointing it out while also making fun of it. Right. Which is just really like 
that's what I was talking about in terms of, I don't know if it's like, maybe like an exchange like that could work better with a different writer, mm. but it just feels so, um, I don't know. It just Bad. sucks. It sucks. Also, I, I feel like this show is, or this show, this episode, there's a lot of like, you know, talking about Cass's dick as a metaphor, which is, which is weird for, for me. Um, is yeah it's just funny yeah not my favorite it's not my favorite i don't love it like the mom's making you limp and then eve herself later is like something about wondering why you're yeah wondering why your feelings are flaccid and i was like in the context of the joke that you guys just made about Cass being in dean's ass i don't think can we not that's the thing that's like adds up something else (laughs) um do dicks have junk or not can you be limp and also be junkless? Can you be like they—they're always bringing up their dicks. I mean, and it's like nobody knows. men show for men. Apparently, I don't know. I don't get it. But um, maybe that's just maybe if I get a dick someday, things will be different. You know, I don't understand. But now yeah. I just don't get it. People with dicks. People with dicks chime in. I guess question. <laughs> chime in, please. Um. No, I just like. Don't write in to us about your dick. What are you guys saying? <laughs> Jess, it's a joke. It's a joke, Jess. <laughs> if have you, you write us anything about your dick, I'm going to figure out where you live and I'm going to call the fucking cops. She's doxing you and she's getting the cops involved. It's the whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, cops. No, what I, what, I wanted to say, <laughs> what I wanted to say about it is, like, the the joke just feels so cheap. And honestly, this is one of my earliest memories of Supernatural is being at um guys i don't even know how to explain this but do you guys know what like aftercare is like um that's basically what they called it which sounds crazy in this context i just realized i'm talking about dcl everyone's gonna think it's yeah. the BDSM thing no are you talking yeah, about like that's... when people take care of you after school yes after school yeah mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's another name for it sorry about everything uh-huh. everyone um but no i was i was sitting there and it was at some lady's house and um like I was maybe 13 or something um and I was watching I was like chilling in the living room while one of her son's friends was there and he was a big fan of Supernatural and this is the episode that played and I remember this joke and being like you know like ugh, you know like disgusted and annoyed that people were were Mm. uh like because I was like at that point I no I had to have been older than 13 because I knew that Desiel was a big thing. Um, and I was right. like, this is such a cheap shot. Do you know what I mean? Like, it feels so mean and nasty. Yeah. And at the same time, also, like, it's just icky. It just gives me an icky feeling. Like, the... I don't know. I just... I don't know. I think uh, I think when I was first watching it, because I, like, had done such a speed run up to this point, and... I think oftentimes the jokes do hit like so I think I like heard that it was a joke so my brain was like okay a joke and then I like after the scene ended I was like wait a minute like <laughs> the fuck were they trying to do with that and then it's like oh it's just but, yeah it's, it's like a cheap just making shot of people who have I guess. yeah it's like a cheap shot of like gay people had at gay people having anal sex like that's what it is that's all it is right like yeah that's all yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not even like 
It's just like, why, why are you bringing that up? Like, what does that got to do? Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's just a weird way to, you could have done that exchange and like, you could still be making fun of maybe their connection, right? right? Like, I see, I see maybe it being like a bit of a joke because like Bobby and Sam are expecting that he'll respond to Dean. And so it's like, I see them wanting to play with that dynamic. You um, could have just, yeah. You could have, yeah, but then the joke to just be that it's like it's just lazy, right? Like yeah, they could have just like been like, dude, yeah. you're his favorite, man. Like, <laughs> or I don't know, I just like something yeah. else in that context. Yeah, like we already, okay. funny. Yeah, can we talk about yeah. um Eve? I, my favorite girl. I know you love Eva? your girly, your little brunette. Yeah, <laughs> she just like she cracks me up because it's like they, I. Th- I think it's really fun of them to not have cast like, you know, ambiguous middle-aged woman to be like the mother of all monsters. They were like, now what if we went with a 16-year-old? And I'm like, yeah, what if? It wouldn't be very good, I don't think. But I love her so much. Like, Can I say? she First of all, her teeth are huge. Yes, please say. I know. I, last episode, we ragged on her, like, for not being a mother. Like, she's not giving mother. I lied. She was giving mother this episode. I loved it. She was mothering. <laughs> she was, mo- like, not mothering, but giving mother. Do you know what I mean? Like, we were, like, I didn't look Rally's like the actress, kind of but mother. She looks but... so much, yeah, she looks so much like, you know, just like a pretty little liar's, like, oh, yes. extra or something. Like, oh, oh, yeah. perfect way of capturing that. Like, the little look that she has going on. It's so, like... Cutesy, yeah. do you know what I mean? And then she's like killing people and like smirking happily. That's very pretty little liars. I had never watched it, but I she kind of just scenes. looks like I love it. <laughs> she looks like one of like the kind of usually like maybe like the victim's girlfriend of the week. Yes, like, I think that was it's just oh, one of yeah. those teens. Yeah. So yeah, it's very interesting. That's actually a pretty strong choice, like conceptually within the episode. Yeah, and I like I like how very much she seems funny. to be enjoying herself. Oh, you go. Sorry. Oh, go. Sorry. Like, it just seems like she's enjoying yes. herself with her little plot. And, like, even though she's, mm-hmm. like, pissed, she's, like, well, kind of smirky and stuff about it. I just like it. I'm just, I don't know. It's a good time. Go for it. Like, yeah. go, girl. She has a fun attitude. Yeah. And it's also, like, so iconic of her to blow up Cass's whole shop and, like, mm-hmm. lay everything out mm-hmm. so clearly and then die. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you know. I also appreciated that Dean was, like, bite me. And she was, like, yeah, I will. Like, obviously, he had a plan. But, like. I enjoyed that, like, bite me. And she's like, I'll fucking bite you, dude. Like, I'll eat you. <laughs> she's like, are you uh, dumb? So her name is Julia Maxwell. Shout out Julia. Um, of course it is. She looks like a Julia she Maxwell. She does look like a Julia. <laughs> she's been in things. She hasn't acted since 2020. Um, but she's, you know, she's been in a few things. Yeah. She's, she's fun. Well, I really, mean, um, fun to have on on my screen right now. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really, it's very classic Supernatural to kind of have a concept as big as the literal mother of all evil. Oh, my God. And for her to just die, like, by consuming so something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a classic Supernatural, giant concept, follow through. Well, like solid, you were saying earlier, Jess, maybe C. because they they might have thought that they were in the last season or the second last season. Yeah. Um, so they were like, yeah, we can use that. Yeah, we can kill her like that. 
you know, to set up the next, like, the end yeah. of the season. Um, but very silly. Well, <laughs> you were wrong, bitch. The show has been over for three years, and we're still talking about it. Woo! Oh my gosh, I'm I actually love it here. I watched uh, Scarecrow oh. last night. <laughs> I was trying to find something to watch with my parents, and I can't believe I my I was like getting all these horror recommendations because I'm watching a lot of horror lately, and I started one, and I was mm-hmm. like. No, I don't think this is a good idea for my parents. And I, I was like, no, I don't think this, this is going to be fun for you guys. And my dad goes, isn't there some kind of mild horror that you can show us? And I was like, well, yeah, I guess. Boy, is there. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my favorite character isn't even here yet. I, and I was like, but I can't show yeah. you guys my favorite character because like his whole deal is like blasphemous. <laughs> and you guys will freak out. But um, so we watched Scarecrow. Scarecrow is a good choice. It's and like fun. And pagan or whatever. They like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought so too. And they liked they liked Faith as well. They were really into it. So oh. yeah, nice, nice. Although I do want to, la- to watch that. Lazarus Rising again. I started and then the power went out, and I was like, fuck, you know. But whatever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Because I miss my guy. But this episode, they have my guy here and they have him in full bitchy force. Can we talk about how mean he is this episode? That's so awesome. It's so he's just awesome. so short with everyone. Like he he's just so exhausted. Out. Yes. He's trying to get stuff done. Like he's right. like, okay, Lenore wants to die. Let me take care of that. Like, we gotta solve this thing. And Dean's like, no, we have to save these kids. And Cass is like Bro. He's like, hello, have you ever heard of something called the trolley problem? <laughs> Literally. And he's kind of right. Like, yeah. this is like, the it's is the that- mother of all evil. It's not just yeah. like a demon or like some little thing. Like, she's obviously trying to take over the world. And obviously, you know, he has other reasons for wanting her dead, but. Can I say something crazy right now? I want to hear it. I actually think that he is not right. Because it's not that he suspects anything of the kids. He's just like, we need to deal with Eve. But I agree with Dean that it's like, they actually, their first priority is making sure that these kids are okay. And they have no reason to suspect that there's anything going on with those kids. They're very thorough in testing them for all the monster stuff. So -hmm. it's like, I actually think that in this case, Cass is in the wrong. And maybe that's just because, you know... I like have a soft spot for kids, but <laughs> if you have the opportunity to save a little kid versus doing something really unfun, which is trying to go kill Eve, like <laughs> you need to go take the kids to their uncle. Right. Also, that one kid, the older kid, was really throwing me for a loop because it's like when they first talked to him, he looks like he might be like 16 or whatever. And then in the next shot, he like comes walking out and he's so short. And you're like, wait, is he 12? But he has like an old face. <laughs> no, I had kids are just like that. And I thought, <laughs> I thought maybe kids will throw you off. He could have played like a long, young Dean. Like he had a bit of that hmm. vibe. Oh, um, I didn't really pick up on that. I'm sorry. I'll check again. But you're right. When he stands up, he's so little. Um, it's we. It's like there's. It's crazy. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I don't hate children, but he, he. I guess could he? Could they have just like I don't know, put the kids back in the cell or something? 
<laughs> well, see, like they're like you can't do that. You know, like you just can't do that. <laughs> I mean, you could theoretically, if they'd be safe there, like just put them in a safe house for now, deal with Eve, and go back. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, prioritize, yeah. uh, prioritize. But they have for- no like. They don't I, have a safe have place in there. I'm not on Cass's side for this one. I think it's yeah. fun that he was proven right. That's yeah. like really funny to me that he's like, oh, wow, I was fucking right. But in and the Dane's moment, like, yeah. I don't think he was making the right call. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a classic um, case of Cass saying, fuck them kids. Um, and he's done <laughs> that it. so many times in the show. We have we have him, um, Jesse. He was fully willing to kill the kid. He was, he mm-hmm. was there. He was trying oh, yeah. to kill the kid. Um, and then he fucked up, which is so funny. Um, but, like, I mean, even with Jack, he's like, get that abortion, dude. Like, he's like, please, I'm begging you. Don't have the kid. It's so fucking funny. He's kind of like those dads who are like, I don't want a, I don't want a dog. I don't want a puppy. I don't want a cat. But then they, like, get one. Like, someone else in the family brings one home. And then, like... Two mm-hmm. weeks later, they're best friends on the couch all day. Like, Cass I mean, is like yeah. that with kids. Like, he hasn't met... <laughs> he, he didn't really meet Claire, but then, like, later on when he meets Claire, it's like, okay, you're my daughter. You know, Jack, it's like, oh. get that abortion, get that abortion. But the minute he comes back, well, the minute they're, like, they meet with the soul bonding thing or whatever. Right. He's like, He's well, like, this is my son. Don't He's never done him. anything wrong in his life. Yeah. Yeah. Can I... Can, uh, it's yeah. just a little bit insane what you just said because the the crux of the idea is that the family wants to adopt and then the, one of the the parents goes, "No, I don't want a kid." <laughs> like literally, that's like, what goes on. This is like abort that thing. <laughs> well, they're a different species, right? Like kids are a different species to cats. So sure, it's like humans are the pet. Cats wants no part of it until the baby is literally there. Like. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, I find it so he's funny. My con. He's kind of very, very funny for that. I um it's one of my favorite things about Cass is like especially like this season, this whole episode, he's so fed up because he's stressed. His plans are crumbling and being hinted at and like he's in trouble. Like things could go bad for him very quickly. Very bad. Yeah. And they will. And like and like the end of this episode is like so it's over it's, it's so over. over it's so over <laughs> it's so over i found myself just like forgiving the episode for all its faults in that moment and i was just like this episode is the best um and i'm yeah. so excited for next week so it's just like i can't believe we're doing the man who would be king next week i'm going to throw up so i'm going to throw up first <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> it's so over is really true. Next week, I feel like should should be subtitled "The Man Who Would Be King," and then <laughs> colon it's so over. Like I it's feel so like over. it's so bad. It's bad in here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you want to? Um, we'll circle back. I want to circle back <laughs> to the scene at the diner. Um, like you said. It's not fun. The whole uh, being limp thing is not fun. Uh, but I love the improvised moment where, like, Misha had forgotten his line. You guys know about that, right? And then... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, wait, let me find the line. I don't have a point. I have it. 
I have it pulled up. Don't yeah? even stress. Read it. Read it. Read oh, wait. It. I was like, I have it pulled up. I just have the transcript. I don't have that. No, me too. That's where I'm at too. Yeah. So I, I found it. I found if, it. If, um, you're, if so... you're first, go for it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, so Dean's like, mom's making you limp. And Cass says, figuratively, yes. I love that he's specifying figuratively. He's like, I'm not going <laughs> to. I, I, <laughs> like, I'm we're circling back. No we're circling back. Here, just so you know. I'm he's fully like, good. <laughs> I am a rock hard. He's rock hard, yeah. Um, Dean says, how? And Cass says, I don't know, but she is. And Dean's like, that's great. Uh, because without your power, you're basically just a baby in a trench coat. And then it says, Cass looks upset. <laughs> and he sure does. He, and he does. <laughs> um, he a, he and then Sam says, I think you heard his out feelings. the window? Can we, can we get real about it? Can I get like too Please. serious about it? Yeah. Go for it. I hate this. It's That's mean so as hell. Mean because yeah. the truth of it is that it's like, oh, well, if you don't friend. have powers, then you mean nothing to me. Right? And it's like, That's his friend. Bruh. How can you talk about your friend <laughs> that way? I'm sending you. That's you should horrible. go back to hell, actually. <laughs> You should go back. We were saying he, he looks there. like he's sad, right? But I think he also kind of looks disappointed because he's kind of like, ugh, like, like you didn't like you didn't know shit. Like that's kind of the look on his face, kind of just oh, like man. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like he's he's sad, but he's also like dismissing the opinion. Like that's why he look it's like him looking oh, yeah, away. I don't think, it's just like I don't ugh. think Cass actually cares because it never comes back up again later. But like No, I care. It's just like it's one of those things where it's like inadvertently reveals like a lot of yeah. stuff you know what i mean you know when yep. you say something and you're yep, yep, like yep, yep. oh wait fuck like maybe there's like maybe it's bad maybe that's it's what bad. i feel about this it's like it's just like i'm watching it and i'm like hey that's a really fucked up thing to say to your friend that right? like he's useless he's useless it's terrible it's so interesting that it was like it's like just an ad lib because he can't couldn't remember his line well, I think Cash should have punched him. Cash punched this him. bitch. They're like, yeah, <laughs> get your. How about you taste this baby steel? You know, like oh, you're I, funny. You think you're fucking funny? <laughs> try it now, idiot. Jokes. Remember how I beat the shit out of you? Dean does save Cass later at the cop shop. That's that's so cool and fair, but like Cash should have been like, remember how I beat the shit out of you? I didn't need my powers then, <laughs> idiot. Like. <laughs> Anyway, uh, sorry, you yeah. were saying Dean saves him. Sure, whatever. Okay. I don't care. This was mean. It was rude. It's not something you say to a friend. It's not okay. They're messy. I They're know. all messy bitches. They're I know this. Like this episode was like killing me because they are so like when you're hanging out with a couple that's about to break up and you're just like, fuck my oh, life. Um, wait, okay, if we're going to be talking about their scenes, I want to go back to the scene where they go to the doctor's office, um, because that's some good cast. Um. <laughs> yeah, go I'm going to pull it up. I-, I love when you have to, like, search a random word to find a quote. Ointment. That's very funny. Um, you know, Dean's asking if he's in today, and he's like, my friend is very sick, and then it cuts <laughs> to Cass. Uh, he was obviously had to give some kind of explanation and he says i have a a burning no painful burning <laughs> sensation <laughs> no it's like oh maybe you should get um an ointment yeah you like, <laughs> thank you Queen, for not judging unlike dean <laughs> yeah she you know she works in a doctor's office so she's seen she's seen it all she's seen shit. Um, she doesn't Cass care. Is the king of yes anding he would do great at improv <laughs> <laughs> 
he's like, uh, what's what's a human thing? Uh, you know what he's bad at? He's pretty bad. He's mm-hmm. getting better, but he's he's not getting great at no butting. Uh, you know, like instead of saying yes and yeah. he should have. He in some cases he has to say no, but um, to explain himself and his behavior, and he's pretty bad at that, which I adore. Mm-hmm. He's getting yeah. better though. It's also a classic Dean lie that isn't thought out very well because it's like if someone's kind of abruptly sick, you don't go to a doctor's office; you go to the ER. But mm. well, he needs it a doctor. He loves his doctor. He loves his doctor. <laughs> um. Anyway, he loves Doctor Silver. Apparently, that's a great name. I wish my name was Doctor Silver. That's great. That is a good name. Um. But I also love the scene where Dean is picking the lock and Cass is standing around, mm-hmm. looking around, and he's like, is this going to take long? I'm like, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> <They meet> her. <laughs> that's oh what I'm talking God. about. This episode is so up and down. It's like, I'm, I'm like, that's great. Like, yes, good job, like, Adam Glass. He would be really impatient in that situation. He would be impatient. He's over it. He's like, let's pick up the pace. Let's pick let's up the pace. Let's get going. Another good thing about that scene is, like, Dean stops to look at him. If I'm not misremembering, he, like, stops to glare at him and then notices yeah. the puddle on the ground, like, the, the blood or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, just like you yeah. said, the couple about to break up is, like, actually pretty useful yeah. because them giving each other bitchy looks is what helps them uncover they're the like, case. They're, it's bad. It's, it's bad it's funny. it's funny as well, like, watching that in retrospect like they are kind of beefing and being like catty in this episode but then at the end of the episode like dean stands up for Cass. this is a classic couple that's about to break up thing like if anyone else is yeah um if anyone else is is talking shit then you're like okay step off you know but you can bitch and rant all day yeah um also, Juicy. when they initially fight about taking the kids home, they, like, have their little spat, and then they leave. And then Sam is like, sorry, dude. Like, literally, <laughs> how many times have you been in a, in a situation where a couple is fighting, and you're just like, okay. Like, yeah, Yikes. like, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, you can't man. add anything to the conversation. You just have to kind of tap out. I love, it's a, it's a very... Uh, kind of quoted line um for Cass enjoyers when he says Dean Dean like he yeah. <laughs> says it so quietly and annoyed and like <laughs> desperate um and you know they have this little sidebar combo um I like that Cass is maybe thinking that they shouldn't have that combo in front of the children which is a bit thoughtful of him I, I imagine mm. a situation where he mm. would just be like we don't have time for this and <laughs> kind of <Yeah>. <laughs> But instead, he's trying to be conscientious to the situation, which is cute. Also, there's something really funny about, um, (laughs) like, they're taking the kids home and they're once again doing a very heavy handed, like, isn't the old one like Dean and the little one is like Sam? Do you guys get it? And Dean took care of Sam and it's just like them. Isn't it so incredible? Do you see it? And then they turn out to be like bloodthirsty monsters who like tore their uncle to pieces. I'm like, wow. The young kid is bloodthirsty, right? I also thought like, that it's was like heavy handed. He's the one with the infection. Yeah. So I was like, like okay. It's very like Sam in that way as well. I was like, rude. God. Sam doesn't always kill everyone. Just, geez. Just because he <laughs> tried to commit surrogate f- 
fratricide this this season. Don't even worry. One time, a little blood drinking problem. One time, oh, one time, people are always like, "Oh, you're such a monster. You're such a monster. You have psychic visions because of the demon blood you were fed as a baby. Not your choice, by the way." God forbid a woman has hobbies. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I really love the part directly <laughs> after when they've gone. Um, I mentioned in the recap where oh, yeah. Cass gets the information of the guy. Really, it's just the Rammies, as we've, as we've talked about before. The Rammies of this, in terms Rammies. of his characterization, like, he's able to torture him so efficiently just with his bare hands, essentially. What Ugh. do you think... What do you think really went down in that room? Because he comes out, his hands are soaked in red. I'm thinking (laughs) fully hands on the chest cavity. Well, we see the body, like, decapitated. Decapitated? Yeah, they show it. um, I must have missed that. Yeah, I I, I think I missed it on previous viewings. But um, So I said bare hands, but maybe he used that blade... um, that he, you know, they were killing the the monsters with. I'm earlier. thinking he went in there and he started knitting with that guy's intestines. <laughs> he was crushed. He was making granny squares with that guy's long intestines. Do you think that he still had like angel strength physically, even though he didn't have yeah. his powers? Yes, I was saying this earlier and I meant it for real. I don't think. I don't know. They have so. Do you know what pisses me off? The whole thing about like. Oh, it's angel powers. Like, that's so nondescriptive. And it's also so, like, yeah. comic book. Um, which is so just in like, a bad sometimes way. she has powers and other times he doesn't. And it's like, bruh. It's like, dude. Yeah, it's like, like uh, Eve, when she mentions later, like, she she understands how angels tick or whatever. It's like, is she suppressing his grace? And if his grace is suppressed, then does his vessel physically become more human and therefore less weak? Or is it like you can't? Fly, da da da. You know what I mean? Like nobody knows. Yeah, it's not clear. It's very which is, nebulous. Like, a, bit lazy. A, yeah. a bit. Yeah, I would say so. What I yeah, like it's just it's comic book in a bad way. Like like angels, like like being an angel is like a human with a boost, and I hate that. It makes me so angry. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're different. They're a different thing. They're not just a different species. They're a different kind of being. They. They usually don't exist materially. Like, what the yeah. fuck are you guys doing, dude? That's why I really enjoy the idea that he, like, tortured this guy because it's, like, yeah. it's, like, kind of he's playing with, like, a bug or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he <laughs> he, can, he can figure it out a bit more maybe than a human is, like, willing <laughs> to do. I'm just imagining him in that room, like a cat, like, bopping him on the head <laughs> and, like, pulling his head back really fast. <laughs> uh, I love when he's like do that thing where they like they like lift their paw up and it like they're like so like they can't quite like get the hit in that it like they like (laughs) have to wait for a second for a little bit and then they're like and then they have to run away. (laughs) It's really fun. I love cats. They're a little bit scary. They're so silly. When you find them killing something, it's uh, not fun. Jack hasn't subjected me to that. Thank God. (laughs) um i think i might have already told you guys this story but maybe not um my parents cat um on easter morning like the first easter that we had the cat literally brought literally for the first time on easter brought a like a decapitated bunny to like the back door 
Um, so like in the Hell morning, yeah. we all found it right there. Um, so that was really. He's like Jesus really funny, rose, but, but this yeah. bunny fell. <laughs> like cats said, will I kill for you. Wildlife. Happy Easter! Happy Easter! I saw you guys were doing special things. I just thought I should bring you something. I don't know. Yeah, but it would be nice. Yeah. The animal kingdom, baby. <laughs> shit like that it makes me so happy when you do a weird rah it's really good thanks man. oh my god I got okay. me. what else what else oh the cars in this by the way the cars that they steal Ooh. yeah uh, car corner. corner 1967 Chevy Nova that's the orange car which I really like I was like that's hot and then yeah. a 1981 Chevy Caprice they be fucking so. with Chevys in this show they're like they, that's what the car can get his hands on. Chevrolet. Chevrolet. He refuses to touch anything else. It's like uh, if he were a vampire. One hundred percent American muscle. American muscle. Can Cass not zap the Impala? He could. <laughs> no, the Impala can go to that's heaven. That's a great but it question. <laughs> that's another thing he, I wanted to say. He can zap like material things, right? Right. Like, yeah. You know. Otherwise, they would all show up naked every time. Yeah. Yeah, and the stuff that they're holding. Yeah, yeah. Their supplies. They should have all been holding hands when they were zapped. Like, they should have lined up with guys in the center and they all hold hands. And then they zap, and then they're just five dudes holding hands. (laughs) Wait, four dudes, sorry. Five dudes? (laughs) I'm there. In your mind, because he's yeah, because he's going through a lot right now. He's like mm-hmm. the socks, so I'm just there for him. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, I'm sorry. That was really funny to me. And Sam's very no classic Sam in this episode. Like he, oh, pursed he, lips, worried. Yeah, he's, he's he's concerned. He's doing research. Like nothing too crazy from Sam this episode. Yeah, my boy's on the lore. As he always is. Autism be, autism be damned. My boy can work. <laughs> My boy can work a search engine. <laughs> he can work a search engine. Bobby oh being so God. annoyed at the iPad was fun. He's um, me. He's like, no. He was, computers he, have buttons. Computers have buttons. Computers have fucking I gotta buttons. Say, He's not sounds wrong. right to me. Sounds true. I feel like I thought maybe this episode was like one of the ones that is like sponsored by a random tablet. Like there's a couple of those later on, but it it doesn't seem to be. It just seems to be a prop. It's really funny though. Imagine if it were sponsored by a a random tablet and one of the characters is bad mouthing it. Like that's the sponsorship deal. I hate it. I want my desktop. It's funny that the the show went from being like, yeah these newfangled computers to being like Charlie being like yes on my and it's like some sponsor thing and she's just like holding it right in front of the camera she's like look at it and all its new optimized features Lenovo Dreamweaver (laughs) I can easily find the lore (laughs) she turns straight to the camera and she says I love when they're like (laughs) sorry according to the lore and it's like bro what the fuck are you talking about like you had to find like five different sources that vaguely mentioned something, and yeah. then a lot of it is contradicting info. It's just like it's funny to me that they're like the lore is this like immutable thing that's like super clear, and there was it always will tell them exactly what to do. That's the Did thing. Did you guys though, watch Charmed? Because... 
No. But I do want to say that I have seen some Charmed, but not watched it. The, all the way fun through. thing about Charmed is that there is just one book. Like <laughs> all, anything they Perfect. need to know is in just one book. And so That's it great. really cuts down on like the research time. Um That's good for them, man. You figured it yeah. out. You sussed it out. I just need to say that Dean is does mention he's like, yeah, the lore is fallible sometimes. <laughs> Which I enjoyed. I I really enjoyed. He's like, I think Bobby says something. Well, like this is in the lore, and he's like, yeah, because that always works out so well. And I was like, okay, now we're saying okay, it. Okay, why? Yeah, I think it's I think it's healthy to critique like like. Oh, your sources? Of, yeah, you have to check. Your yeah, source. yeah, because we've also like seen that in the show before that things are kind of uh bias in their recording like it definitely comes up a lot with like the men of letters and how they have written things down compared to what actually happened and all that mm, um mm. so yeah fun fun very fun it's fun not for the whole family the mom didn't like it <laughs> but it was it was good i liked it i like speaking of moms moms um <laughs> sam smith i think does a really good job here of not being Mary, and especially obviously not the Mary that we see later, but she is really such a legend. Like acting like a young kind of spunky teen in the in like She's the same way. Like Eve. Yeah. She, can we say something? Actor, like literally, like it's um, she's killing it's it. Just every time she's on screen, I'm just like screaming, crying, throwing up. I'm obsessed. It's so fun as well because the boys are freaking out. Like, the boys are, like, sweating. Like, they're kind of a bit... They're a bit more confident at the start um, because they know they've got, like, the ash in their back pocket. Um, but as soon as she switches, both of them just look so panicked and upset. And I enjoy that. I think it was a good mm-hmm. job because, like, especially... I don't know. Maybe this is a weird thing to to be, like, concerned about. But it got me thinking about, like, Sam's relationship with his mom because he doesn't recognize her except from pictures and stuff, right? Like, how weird must that be? And then you don't even know that that's not how she acted. You can just sort of tell that she's acting the way that this Eve person was acting just now. So you know that's not your mom, but you don't have any accurate things to compare her to other than, like, stories. Well, he has met her, like... He, He met her ghost, dude. No, no, no! In um, in back in time, but obviously oh, that's like yeah, a different right. actor. So it's like, it it to us we're like uh, that looks different, right? But if you imagine like in universe, it, she should only look she should look about the same, maybe a few years older. In that's fair. you know, in their mind, uh, yeah. Fair. So he has met her before. Fuck. That's why he would. Know. Shit, guys, do you have cops? We've watched it. You have cops? Yeah, in the there's background? like there's like sirens. That's crazy! I have a helicopter outside. They're coming for us. They're coming for they us. They heard us Perhaps talking shit about Australia's Jared Lucky. It was all about the funny the money. They <laughs> um, heard about the funny money and they're so mad at us. <laughs> so... I'm surprised that uh, you could hear that because you can't hear me sometimes on Discord. I don't know. Sometimes the internet whack. Favor, favors me. Other times, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I... I don't know. I, I I had a lot of fun with this one. Other than the thing that I hate and loathe and will forever hate and loathe. Yeah. Um. I have something else, but that's my salt mine, so I don't want to bring that up yet. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Don't spoil it. Yeah. yeah, no spoilers. 
Um, I really like um, the weird little accent and stuff that uh, Amber Benson is putting on as Lenore. Um, I haven't watched her first episode in a while, so I can't remember what the character was really like in that. Um, I think she does a good job of being just like freaky. Like monsters are supposed to be like weird and sometimes yes, in the uh-huh. show they're just like yes. not. Um, just but I think dudes. she's really portraying the kind of like psycho aspect of living like that. I, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to speak more on the the Lenore situation, but yeah. Um, mm. uh, it's, I don't know, I think it's, it's it, this episode is like, hey guys, moral quandary, and then boom. And then another moral quandary, and then boom. And then, and the, like, it's, it's, it's mm. fun. I like it. I will say that when she's just like, oh, you have to kill me because I ate a human. I'm like, man. They've killed the dudes. The show sucks. Yeah. Like, I just like, I don't know. We've said this it's before, like also but. Like, oh, you go. It's the thing of like, well, I did this thing, so I deserve to die because I'm a monster and I'm irredeemable versus yeah. like everything that the boys do, which right. is like. Thank you. Yeah. Violating every social contract known to yep. man and yep. beast and just like <laughs> crossing every line and every boundary and they get like endless chances. And it's like the way that this show is like. What, what the is fuck that? Was that? Oh, sorry. That was a honey dog. Have you guys never heard a of a honey dog before? Yeah, dude. I'm leaving. That is that in. a bird? Yes. A honey dog is a bird. We call them honey dogs because of the sound that they make, which is like, ha! Yeah, it's that yeah, kind of sounds like a magpie. People can learn something. Yeah, I mean, um, there was a time when uh, Pharrell was in South Africa. He was on a tour. And, like, at 6 in the morning from his hotel room, he, like, recorded himself on Snapchat or Instagram or something. And he was like, what the fuck is that? What are those things? Again, you could hear the Heidi does in the background. And people were going nuts. They were <laughs> laughing their asses off. But, yeah, it's pretty good. That's fun. Um, sorry birds. about the bird. It's birds. They're kind of ibis, actually. Do you remember oh, yeah. the bin chicken thing that you told me about? Yeah, we, Ella? yeah. We've discussed. We've discussed. They're similar. They're similar. They're like gray, mm-hmm. but their feathers are a little iridescent. It's a whole thing. It's they're kind of cool. Mm. Okay, fun. fun. Very cute. They got Very long cute. ass beaks. Corner? Yeah, I guess. Sorry, they got long beaks, and they're about the size. Famous? of a computer oh oh the moral quandary um what what you reminded me of and i'm also reminded of it because um of emma benson being in this episode but um not to bring up buffy again because i never bring it up um not in the last one either not at all yeah 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 um but like that i've talked about this before i think but like buffy's rule is basically if you are not going to do damage in the future then there's no reason for her to kill you like that's her line and yeah. the boys just don't really have that as black and white or as clear. No, um, they just they do seem to be kind like. of not wanting to kill her, like when she's begging to be killed. Um, but we don't really ever see a resolution to that because Cass just kills her. Um, yeah. You know, the boys right. aren't like, we weren't gonna kill her. You know, da da da. Yeah, this I actually nothing. they're saying yeah, nothing. They're saying nothing. Yeah. I actually, I need to talk about this later in the outro, so I, I, I can't talk about it too much right all now. All right, all right. Yeah, but yeah. Um, let's see what else I have in my notes here. Do you guys like uh Jefferson Def- Jefferson Starships? Not the monster, but the band. 
I couldn't say. Here is the awkward pause that happens when both of your co-hosties don't know the band. <laughs> Sorry. Don't dude. know it. I mean, don't like, know. I know of them. Yeah, heard of them, but haven't actually checked them out. Sorry, Beth. Oh, wait, maybe Sorry, I don't that. know them, because I'm thinking of Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, so well, that's they're the good. issue, I think, that they... But but um, I think that the, the inside joke with Dean is that, like, you know, he says that they, like... What is it before that they like? They're hard to kill. They're horrible, and you can't kill them. Yeah, hard to kill. I think that is because the band at the time were they're from like the seventies, but they were like mm-hmm. still touring, and so Good for them. Did, like they're never gonna die. Gotcha. Yeah. I would make a song if I was a band from the seventies still producing new music. New music. What the fuck am I saying? If I were a band from the seventies. And still producing new music. I would be making a song about how I'm never gonna die. I all these flashing. I would make a song about how my back hurts. <laughs> that as yeah. well. There's not enough songs about how much your back hurts. Not enough of those. All these flash in the pan top forty artists are like, We're never gonna die, tonight is forever, whatever, you know, that shit. But like yeah. if you've been around for at that point like forty years. I think you have a right to be annoying about it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. I'm now imagining like a song kind of in the Jason Derulo, uh, like mid 2010s, like um, we're all living in the club and we love the club. <laughs> like, I'm imagining a song in about that back, style, right? but it's about, yeah, it's about <laughs> the multiple injuries you have now and, um, <laughs> My body aches. Having to go to bed early. <laughs> and I don't sleep office. as well. <laughs> I love the doctor's office. The receptionist is really cool to me. I always bring him a cookie if I can. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. Jason, Rulo, that's all I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we have to go back. Um, we have to go back to the time we were all in the When club we were all in the, in the club. club. I need to go dancing again, guys. I'm dying. We strayed too far from the club, honestly. We have we're always on culture. that damn internet. This damn internet. <laughs> we gotta get back to the club. We have got to get back to the club. I'm always saying this. Oh man. Um I liked when Bobby came out and was like, uh after Dean leaves and casts them out at him, Bobby comes out and he's essentially just like I know you're bummed, but do you want to do some torture? Wouldn't that make you feel better to do some torture? Yeah. And Cass is like, yeah, it would. It would, actually. Actually, I would love that. I would love it. It would make me feel very much better to go do some interrogation. I, I feel like Bobby's always looking at Cass like he's trying to figure him out. Like, the way Jim Beaver plays it. Girl, me too. He's kind of it's like he's you can see him kind of the cogs behind his eyes whenever he's talking to Cass. Um, I like, like that about it. Yeah. I like that about about Here's um, the thing. Bobby's whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because he was right about that. Yeah, go on. Yes, Jessica. I feel like they could be best friends. <laughs> Speak on I, it. I want that for them. You know, like <laughs> when you're like, dude, why are you texting my dad? Like, like I think that's the relationship that Cass and Bobby have. Like, like, like your your dad you know, and I get like, along, dude. Fuck? Why are you texting my dad? And Cass is like, 
well, we were talking about, you know, whatever esoteric like thing they were talking about, and just like yeah. they have interests in common, they like interests in common, and they should get to discuss it. I don't know. Dude. I feel like Bobby would like bring out. Remember how part of Bobby's thing is that he's like kind of a conspiracy theorist. Oh, isn't yes. that like, yeah. part of his thing? Is like he's like cookie, cookie old man. I think he could run some of those theories by Cass. I think Cass would like to hear them. <laughs> he would enjoy it. He would enjoy it. It would not seem crazier to him than some of the other things that have happened. Um, I think like, that like they would get really into like historical things. Like he'd be asking him like what really happened to JFK and stuff like that. Totally. Yeah, Cass would I'm, not I'm trying have to an remember answer. the name. I'm trying to remember the name of that guy. He's like the Australian guy who does the songs. Um, this video like was really big that on song, It's like a TikTok. It's fucking about um, like fucking yeah. your dad. I'm trying to fuck <laughs> like your dad. Your friend. That one. Dad. You're flirting with your dad. I'm flirting with your what dad. Yeah. Flirting with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. We should. That's going in the show notes. Note to self. Um. Yeah. Flirt brackets with something. your dad. Flirt yeah. brackets with your dad. Yeah, Tom Cardi. That's, to, uh, that's the, the one. I'm yeah, just I trying to flirt with your dad. Something like that. Yeah, we'll cut it in. Mm. It'll be grand. Thanks, guys. Okay, didn't know I had to say this, but can you guys stop flirting, please? I don't know, Michael, can you stop not having your driver's license? Get your license, you're 24, mate. I fucking love you. I love you too. <laughs> stop trying to fuck my dad. That's that's the dynamic I'm picturing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I want that for Cass and, Dean, for Cass and uh, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I and especially like, want uh, the second situation. It. Yes, for Dean. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. They bully him together. It's yeah. good. It's good stuff. This guy's so fucking funny. Everyone, he is will, so funny. Look, look at the link and then watch all of his other videos. It's endless. The songs hilarity. are fun as well. Yeah, he yeah. does a good job. I sometimes I'll get annoyed with some of his songs because I'm like, well, now you're just being a bitch. But you know what? That's what artist artistry is all about. You have to be a bitch sometimes. Yeah. Um. Okay, you know the conversation at the beginning where the guys are just like walking out and they're like, "Oh, beers are so expensive here," and then like something bad happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I'm having like a stupid conversation with my friends, I'm like, "This is this is literally like the cold open of a Law and Order episode." Told, or, I think like, you've this. told us like, this before. I think you've said, "Yeah, this happens to you sometimes when you're having a conversation." Or something. <laughs> you're like, and "We could like, die to find a dead body." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm about to become an inciting incident <laughs> for someone else's. You're like, I'm, girl. I'm in a cold open. Oh fuck. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Because cold opens are always trying to feel really natural. So it sucks when you're in a natural situation. You're like, wait, now hold on. Yeah. Yeah. God, if I was in, like, if I was an actor, that would be the dream. Like, get me on Law and Order SVU. Like, I need to find a body in a bush. <laughs> You'll be like, I want to be man number, oh, sorry, excuse me, woman number two or something. <laughs> no, I want to be man number two. Man number okay. two. Got you. Sorry. Message in this scenario. <laughs> We'll get you a drag. No problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. I really enjoyed this is, um, I was going to say our first, but um, 
it's the first time we're seeing it, but it's not time. It's not the first time it's occurring. Um, yeah. The black goo. Uh, so it's already popped up um, in Ooh. the uh, worm Ooh. episode that we didn't watch. Um, that goo was kind of left in their ears and shit when the worm would be jumping around. <laughs> Gross. Gross. But this is like the goo Ooh, that we are going to be talking about uh, <laughs> a lot more next season. I, I believe it's been it's been referred to in the past as thick black ooze, um, <laughs> which was one of the nastiest ways to say it. I think I'm not 100. Well, that's on that's that not one. in the past. Do you say in the past? That's in the future. Is it in the f- wait? Hold it's on. It's in season seven. It's in season seven when that fucking fortune mm. teller guy says it. Sorry, mm-hmm, everyone. Mm-hmm. Wasn't I it Kronos, the God of Time, that says that? Yeah, yeah sorry. Sorry. Well, thanks. He knows okay, so, what are you even watching? I'm not, apparently. <laughs> so I was looking on, this is funny, I was looking on Amber Benson's IMDb because, of course, I was, and um, I saw something that she was in. Wait, let me find it. Oh, she was in an episode of um, Sarah Michelle Gellar's show, uh, what's it called? Fucking Ringer? Ringers. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I wonder if it's the same episode as Misha. Because, like, that would just be funny. Um, but it's not. But the episode so. is... Um, sorry, my internet has just frozen. Okay. Um, no, I got it. Um, in the episode that sh- that she's in, um, Emily Swallow is also in it, um, who plays the empty, who we won't meet for a long time. Not the empty. <laughs> <laughs> the darkness. There's too many just people who have Sound. names that are things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also Jason Dorig is in it, who plays... Kronos. Can I say something seven. to you? I was when I was yeah. listening to last week's episode just now, like yesterday, just now, same thing. Yeah. Um, y- you have such an interesting way of being like, and now let's talk about the actors in this thing. Let's go to their IMDb and give you a little bit of a context on uh, on what they're working on, what they're doing. It's just very cute. To I me. like to know. Yeah. Doesn't like, your brain like hold you. them all in in your head and like there's Absolutely an interconnected web. Between no. all the actors and what shows none of them are no? real to me. This must be a Melbourne thing. I don't know. <laughs> you no, don't like think I about like well. how oh. two characters like that. You can get two characters on different shows, and you can mm-hmm. connect them by people the characters that their character has kissed, and you can like go between shows and create like a link, like a Kevin Bacon situation. A Kevin Bacon. Oh, I don't kissing. do that. But I'm I don't just, like, do oh, that. I've done that before. <laughs> You've done that. Done that now hold, hold on. Who did you do it with? Was it Misha? Was it Misha Collins? No, well, it was. I think I was actually trying to find like between Jensen and Misha. Like I was trying to get Jesus. Back it was. To, in, oh, don't you're say sick. no. It was. It's possible. I can't remember how I did it. <laughs> oh my god! Supernatural does something to a person's brain, but there was clearly something going on. I, I don't already. know if this is Supernatural's fault. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But there, no, I, mean, I love IMDb. My best IMDb friend. is your friend? Yeah, I get it. I'm mm. with you. Anything else you guys want to say before I shuffle you along to the next section of our tour of this episode? Or are we going to walk and talk? a little gander here. Yeah, mm. have a look at some of the screenshots on the walls of the gallery. Um, see if anything tickles <laughs> your fancy, and we can take a more in-depth look at that, and I'll tell you something. Oh, about, well, I like, wanted to talk... 
before I start talking about random actors, um, I wanted to say that I, I really like how fucked up she looks with the goo. Um, I think she should have exploded. Um, mm. I was waiting for an explosion and then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, she doesn't even explode. You know, we love <laughs> an explosion. It's supernatural. They love explosions. It's crazy that she did it. Yeah, especially because she's so powerful. Like <clears throat> They always explode if they're strange. powerful. Yeah. Something I just thought of is like, we see obviously that Crowley is alive and we kind of talked about it a little bit last time, but like, how did they do the illusion to kill him? Like, that's just close never up magic. Explained. I was about to say, <laughs> Cass and Crowley have been working on some close this up magic together. With, uh, Dane, Dane, what was that guy's name? I don't know. Blaine? Not Dane Cook. Oh, Blaine. <laughs> that guy. Blaine, a... not Dane Cook, but um, what was that guy's name? Fucking hell. Blaine something. I've yeah. heard of this man, but I've never seen him. That's probably why I can't remember. Blaine. You know the guy. Whatever. Listen, anyway, if you know the guy, you know the guy. Up magic and sleight of hand, and he just, David like, Blaine did that. David no. Blaine. <laughs> okay. Well, we were like halfway there. Um, Chris Angel uh, would have been probably a, a, Chris... a pool <laughs> in relation they to even the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. I I do think it was sleight of magic. I think. Crowley loves that shit also. Like, he loves for mm. drama. We know this. So there's no way that Crowley's like, tell me how you did that. And Cass is like, no way, man. I'm not going to ruin the no. illusion. <laughs> no, dude. They stand around in, in uh, Crowley's torture lounge <laughs> palace thing and do magic for each other. Cass is like, hey, what's that in your ear? It's quarter. <laughs> and Crowley's like, this meanwhile, a werewolf is like on the rack with his guts hanging out. Like, this sucks. He's like, this is the- honestly, this is worse than the part where you were pulling my guts out. Because He's now like, my guts are out and I'm looking at this. Me? Can we go back to our actual purpose here? Like, please, God, can you start torturing me? And Cass is like, what? Pick a card. And <laughs> Crowley's like, well, he has quite a tight schedule. Um, he's running a war, so it's really now or no, no time. And they're, the no time thing is not an option. So, mm-hmm. sorry, bud, you're just here for this. I'll be right back with you. Give me five. You I was understand. thinking that uh, we see later on that Cass can alter memories, right? We know that's something that yeah. Angus could do. Could, like, could he theoretically have just made, like, Dean and Sam think that that's what they saw. Oh my god! I guess like that's not what that's not what happens. They don't explain that, but that could have been a way to explain it, right? Like obviously, it's pretty morbid, um, and it's also morbid later in the season when it happens. But uh, that well, could have been what? another thing to just be like, oh, you know, like Cass has really gone too far. Yeah. He edited them. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's like king of gaslighting. <laughs> Can guys like he's so torch. toxic? <laughs> I can hear Jess twirling her hair. Um, no, I'm I- literally like, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been is- fun, right? Yeah, like, it would have been. made the betrayal feel like pretty harsh. The thing is, I don't think it would, I think it would make the betrayal make less sense because theoretically, after they found him out, he could just stop it and go right. back and do it again. Um, but if he had like a well, moral feeling of like I'm not doing this or whatever, 
then he wouldn't. Yeah, maybe he right? would feel bad about it. Like That's maybe the seeing feeling? the reaction would make him realize. I don't know. Ah. Uh-huh. It's all Guys. dust in the wind. <laughs> when we get our time machine, we will fix this. <laughs> when we, we get Ben Edlin on the show and when we get our time machine, there's a lot of certainty <laughs> on this on this podcast that I really enjoy. I think we're doing a great job. Go, guys. We have at least 27 I got like a listeners. Random, I got a random fucking <laughs> um twitter notification just like on my personal on my phone earlier like after oh, yeah. i sent it and i like got so panicked for a second oh, uh, no yeah. no dice huh? oh, <laughs> it's insane um, it's okay so insane. i just want to say yeah this i just want to bring it back around to the end of this episode which is Thanks. of course like so upsetting we're really in it now Oof, but all right should we take it to the outro um, no, weren't you going to say anything about that? You're just like, we're really in it now. I and that's saying, it. we're really in it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I, I, that, I mean, it sucks though, because you're already seeing the leanings towards what's, what's going to happen in, in the next one. The Dean being like, are you guys for real? He would not. And they're bringing like, well, wouldn't he? And that's basically the end of the episode is that we are like, shit, he, he kind of would. Um, yeah, yeah. That's great that they deal with that in the next one. Yeah, I remember the first time watching this, like, you know, not <clears throat> knowing, obviously, like I said earlier. But it's it feels so meaningful that Dean is the one to be like, what are you talking about? And also the way that the other two are so delicately, like, suggesting it, it's like... Oh, yeah. They know that that it would be like really crazy, <laughs> and it's sometimes TV shows when people uh like have betrayals, um they'll mm. often kind of like warp the character to like not really act like themselves in that moment or not act kindly. And I kind I just enjoy how like right up until the events of the next episode, um like they they still like value cast. They're not just like throwing them under the bus while they're doubting does that make sense Mm. i think it does i'm trying to think about it now like um i think the suggestion that that Cass could be uh lying to them is so like i actually i want to talk a lot more about this in the next episode but um i Mm. i think it i think it's 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 to dean it's almost like it doesn't compute because he's like well when has Cass Cass has lied to us before but that was before he like threw off the yoke of his shitty bosses and like dropped everything to join us why would he ever do this you know like he sacrificed so much as an ally of ours why would he ever 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 um like betray us like this yeah or, f- or try to fool and us and even this season again and again with dean like he the the resolution has like been that he's come and helped like that's happened a few times yeah so it's kind of like the the big events of like seasons four and five that kind of created the trusting bond have been reinforced at this point because mm-hmm. yeah. they don't know everything that we know <laughs> Um, I just think this is such a rough time for Cass. Like, he's doing doing so much to make sure that, like, 
he um to make sure that 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 he helps them even though he's got um like i i can't think like uh let's just settle for a multitude of his own shit going on he last episode we saw that those in his inner circle that are finding out what's going on with him are horrified and and that he would lose the support of his ranks if what he was actually up to got out and Mm -hmm. like we see all this shit happen around him like and he's in a war and he's he's still making time to come and help them so i don't see how like from like dean or sam's perspective like i understand the like sam and bobby's like kind of like well some of this doesn't add up but um i also like get the 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 feeling like but why would he ever do that like it doesn't make sense until it does um and i think there's actually some some pretty strong writing i think i'm very excited to see like i think the man who would be king really just ties it up very neatly um and that's really exciting to me i just had a crazy thought like All of this, all of this would be so easy for Cass, like so much easier um, if he didn't feel so much. And like, that's the journey that we've watched him go on. Please don't talk to me anymore. And so it's like, 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 I can't talk to you. I'm actually done. If he didn't care about them This is the last straw, Ella. This whole season. (laughs) (laughs) If he didn't care about them. Ugh. I'm sorry, but thing. like, he literally, guess. like, disobeyed heaven for them. That was just based off, like, vibes. Everything I... that happened in season five. Oof. The end of season five. This, what, what, what we don't know at this point in watching the show, but what we find out, what he has done for them behind the scenes this season, like watching people rake leaves and stuff like (laughs) he if he didn't do all that if he didn't have those emotions then like the plan with Crowley would just be going so smoothly and like Mm -hmm. do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like yeah he could just be he could just like execute the plan yeah Uh, but he keeps getting caught up in like going to help the boys because they're asking for his help and stuff like that I, yeah. you know what, what is crazy to me is like, either he can't refuse them or he won't refuse them. And like, that's insane. You know? I think it's like, the same thing to Cass. Oh my God. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm like three seconds away from having a meltdown about this. It's the same thing. Like, we've been he talking regularly that's... about Cass for like over a year now. It's crazy to me that it can still make me feel things this intensely. It's truly not okay. <laughs> it's real. It's real. You just peel back these like fucked up layers. And even though we have watched the show, the 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 context and the reflection, I think, of constantly coming back to what is going on with Cass, the it's just a different way to view it. Um, which is I guess the reason we have this whole fucking podcast, but this that just yeah, sorry, sorry everybody. I don't think you are, but I, you know what? It had to be said. And I think that's, that's the point of this podcast. Like, 
right? Like we're trying to delve into what's going on behind, like, why is he doing this? And um, we're what's trying to deal? get to the bottom of what the fuck what's is going deal? on. Okay. <laughs> we are best and brightest on the case and it's going to take approximately 400 hours of on-air time to even begin <laughs> to crack this one. You guys are but fucking we will welcome. Not rest. No, well, we will rest. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Well, but... I will rest, but you know, we're gonna, <laughs> we're continu- gonna, we're gonna also try our best. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. our, it's continuous labor. You know, do you know what I mean? Like this case has taken over our lives. We've got pin boards. It's um, a real PhD. Like oof. it's a multi-year process. They should give us doctorates. <laughs> Honor <laughs> in media literacy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, I think. I think that's a pretty neat way for us. Like, this is a, an upsetting point to say it. So I think while we're all, and by all, I don't know how you guys are doing. I'm doing bad. Doing bad. Um, do you guys want to tell me about what you hated? What's what's the salt mine this, this week for you guys? <laughs> um, can um, I go first? Oh. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I I hope I'm not stealing this from either of you, but um mm. I really hated like the most out of anything, even more than I think the homophobic joke. Um but you know, we've gotta rank things. Um but I hated when Dean was excited when he was recalling um Gordon's death. Oh. Uh, like recalling it yes. to okay, Lenore. Say that. Say this. Okay, so so the reason it really rubbed me the wrong way is because I think that like Cutting someone's head off with barbed wire, like in a monster hunting show, that I can see that's a fun way to do it, right? Like so I love on Buffy when she like beheads vampires in interesting ways because it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's you know, get creative with it. But <laughs> to specifically look excited at at recalling that situation is one I think kind of out of character, at, yeah. like because of how Dean acted in that episode, yeah. um, and two just so gross because it's like. Gordon's entire storyline was so, uh, like disrespectful. Fucked I feel up. like and Handled like incredibly poorly. Just like just yeah, so rude. and and had so much opportunity to be like interesting. Um, oh, yeah. but instead they like were like, what if we wrap this up in the most disrespectful way possible? Um, and so just the thought of Dean being excited about that, I just it just didn't feel right. Yeah, I think on my first watch, I was like watching it and thinking. I guess he's proud of his brother for defending himself. But, like, it's just, it feels nasty. Do you know what I mean? Like, it feels yucky. Um, it's yeah. the same way as, like, you talk about, like, like when I was playing Mortal Kombat and, like, one of the like yes. fatalities is, like, you, like, rip somebody's spine out and it's, like, yeah. that's that's fucking gnarly. Like, that's what how Dean is talking about it. And it's, like, but to you, it's not funny gore on a tv show it's your life like it's your life yeah Yeah. bruh that's like crazy (laughs) i don't know it just it's bad yeah and like gordon was someone that dean like had a friendship with at the start like it wasn't like just some random monster of the week that he had a whole plot i'm really upset about the fact that that um they didn't do more with with gordon and dean and like how they relate to each other i think i've mentioned this before i don't remember if it was on the pod or not but I've mm. mentioned before that I, I definitely think that um, Gordon and Dean have some very, uh, their ideas about what it means to be a man or a hunter or whether that, or like a hunter and a man or whatever, 
they align very closely because Gordon is very much of the same school of hunting as John, right? Especially when they first yeah. meet, those ideas align pretty strictly. And it would have been really interesting to see him get a chance to grow um, and and be more than just this side character who died horrifically. Um, and, you know, was cr- was cruel and and... I don't know. I just, it it didn't jive for me. Like, he was so... Yeah. I don't know. I there haven't was, watched there it was in such, a long so time. much potential. There was so much potential mm. for, for an interesting relationship between Dean and Gordon. And I, mm. um, I really feel, again, like, it's throwing away assets to drop that storyline. Yes. Um, yeah. And as we were talking about earlier, like, it's just, it reminds me just of the, the problem that the show has in this regard. Like, like you said, John had hunting was a certain way for him and the boys like oftentimes come back to and that was too extreme we're not like right yeah but then the show is like look at them they're being like that they're being like that they're being like that again another time they're like that and without Mm -hmm. like they're not saying anything yeah (laughs) Um, and they never say anything on the whole show they never get to the end of this even through this whole season long and kind of into next season like exploration of like monsters in this universe they never clear that up it's so frustrating <laughs> like separate yeah separate yeah, to I, like gordon's character being disrespected right. and like portrayed in a way that is like right. specifically bad like from a racial element it's like yeah. separate to that it's just also lazy for like the show it's it's not even it, mm-hmm. it doesn't even feel possible to separate those two things right the way that they treated gordon was yeah so... it's 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 all yeah it's all mixed in it's all yeah. yeah like i don't know it just it just pisses me off every time i think about it but i'm i'm glad sorry to bum had... everyone out that with an actual like with an actual um <laughs> no hit it go what about it. you guys <laughs> uh jess go for it um i don't have like a a new one mine is just the get out of my ass joke oh my god it also pisses me off because it's like that's not something people say that's not something people ever say if you're talking about somebody being on your case or whatever you say like why are you on my ass yeah something like that yeah Yeah. like i've heard get off my dick before but like exactly (laughs) it's just like it's annoying because it's like for all the reasons that we talked about before plus it's just like bad bad writing bad phraseology felt, be better, felt be better than that. would like different thing thank you i'm sending this one back yeah, to the it kitchen. seems like a first draft that like no one was like this let's sucks. say this out loud and see if that's a thing humans say yeah mm-hmm. yeah can i yeah like okay my salt mine was gonna be the same thing so i feel like <laughs> and i feel like we've covered it pretty well like wait um, you, wait you cut out for a second you oh, no. said my salt mine and then it cut out no i was just saying my salt mine is the same thing i was gonna oh okay like, yeah i just it it's so silly and silly is not even the word it's just stupid like you know anyway hated it didn't like it um Cass what about so cute in that scene though <laughs> that's like all i could think about on this watch like he, when he comes in he, he looks, looks great. good he does look good pretty much the whole episode he's like killing it when he smites yeah. everybody dope um yeah okay so continuing on what about feeling good um did you did you guys want to put anything in a in a little locket shaped like a heart this yeah week? um okay i can go first um go for it i 
I think just in general, I just have Cass in this ep. Because despite <laughs> the bad writing in these scenes that we've talked about, um, he's done nothing wrong. He came into that situation <laughs> and just said, you know, I wasn't in your... Like, he was just reacting to the setup that Dean said. He's done nothing wrong. Um, and he just... The choices that are made for him this whole episode are just great. <laughs> the, I agree with like, that. The, yeah, the, like we already talked about it, like just the desperation, like towards the end, um, yeah. the, the even just him and Crowley in, at the end in the diner, uh, just everything cast this episode. I love it. Lovely stuff. Really great. I love that answer as well. Job. It's fantastic. A plus. How about you, Jess? How you feeling? What you like? Um, I like the whole scene with Cass after when they're discussing how Crowley could possibly be alive because I know mm. my boy is lying his ass off he and is... I know everything's about to get really bad really and I just say give it up for a sense of impending tragedy we love it we love it here <laughs> folks I don't like the golf clap for this one I have to feel like I have to cheer uh, I have to record myself cheering and clapping because the golf clap is way too polite where I'm like We have to record ourselves screaming, crying, and throwing up. I think I'm not yeah. doing it for the mic. The vibe. Not that, but yeah. <laughs> not yeah. the last one. Um, but I is there something else you wanted to hit you wanted to hit on that one? That's it. Love that's it. A, Can't wait for next recording for session. Next Don't know if that's gonna be next. It's week. kind of like the end scene, like the end two scenes are kind of like um you've never tried a dish before and someone like is like oh here i'll give you a spoonful to try it's like a spoonful to try of the next episode <laughs> yeah that's great and so you're like yeah. that was good i'll have that it's and sure have that. thank you have it. and then you sit down and you have the meal and you're like crying because of how good it is um okay well mine was actually uh and this may be controversial my heart locket was mm-hmm. Not because of the inherent morality or immorality, as the case may be, of the situation, but um, Cass just straight up killing Lenore, no questions asked. Um, <laughs> I, and I guess in part his uh, like ruthlessness regarding the two young boys, Ryan and Joe, I think. Yeah, that's um, it. Like the his he's so uncaring about all this stuff, like. He's literally like small potatoes. <laughs> this is small potatoes. Um, and I do think that it's it's an interesting reflection on like where he is right now in uh, his journey. I also mm. think that it's interesting to consider that um, going backwards, right? So if you if you look back at the things that he's been through and the fact that he is a soldier of heaven slash was slash is now the, a general of heaven, except not, except he's mm-hmm. an insurrectionist in heaven. It's Ugh. crazy good. Um, it makes total sense for him uh, as a character choice. Um, mm. It wouldn't make sense for later seasons cast. So like, that's what I'm thinking right I'm now. Right? It. Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah. he's so ruthless in those situations that are a bit less, not less personable, but like, because obviously he he killed Rachel last week, and like, that that was very personal, and he was very upset about that. But he's so ruthless, right? But not with the boys. Like he's 
protecting them in this situation and you know he thinks like all his decisions up to now are like protecting them right but he oh, yeah. could he could still be using them like or, or like i guess not using them but he could still be supporting crowley's kind of side project of getting them to get the monsters and all that right mm. but not be so like <laughs> he could be more ruthless to them but yeah. he's like choosing not to be like yeah. but like mm-hmm. you said later on that kind of bleeds into how he treats strangers i guess yeah i th- i think um he hasn't found that sense of uh compassion for uh people on an individual basis yet like um people he doesn't know so it's really interesting to me to see him as a character do all this like it it makes me question would he have wiped lisa's memory in season 12 would he have been willing to do that would he have not have been i think the thing is that yes he would if dean was like cat i need you to do this for me (laughs) right but like he wouldn't have done it on it like so yeah he would have looked more sad about it (laughs) I don't know. I would like to think, okay, maybe let's say season, sometime they're beefing, Cass, right? I'm asking. Cass, I'm asking you to do this. Would he not, like, there are some times when he does put his foot down and I love it every time. But I wonder yeah, if something same. like that would not have prompted him to be like, this is not okay. This is not right. Yeah. We can't do this. He's just constantly, like, navigating these morals in a way that the boys uh, don't as much, I guess. Like, cause he, cause like he's on this journey. Yeah. Right. He's never seen morality from this side, you know, like you were saying about a bug earlier. Like he's never seen it from the bug's point of view. I don't know. I like it here. It's literally like, I, this is old news, but it's literally like the B movie. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's like the B movie. Um, but I, I like his ruthlessness in this. I think it makes a lot of sense with the shit he's been up to. Yes um yes and so that's my heart bucket i don't know if it's a little morbid but i enjoy it very much no um, i think that's hey, why he's such a good like character here thank you yeah yeah thanks that's our guy that's our guy he's fucked up i love him he's okay is there anything you guys want to get off your chests before we get out of here um, i'm so hungry i need breakfast okay <laughs> big mood i need lunch so <laughs> Jess, you need Hungry. to eat before we record. <laughs> it's so early when I she gets up. I have to get up at 6.30 to it's make disgusting. coffee. It's disgusting. Oh, I right. can't get up earlier than that to make food as well. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Can't you make toast while you're making coffee? This is my question to you. Because I have to have... I No, it's not that simple. <laughs> you don't understand. Sounds like we don't have time to get into it, but we should come back to this. <laughs> Jess, I didn't know you were you you were weird about food, so <laughs> no, I just I have to have my breakfast. I have to have my breakfast, two eggs and toast, uh-huh. and I have to. That's what I have to have for breakfast because it's good and I like it. It's good. And if I can't have that, then I'd rather have no breakfast at all. It gives mm-hmm. you protein. It makes you strong. It makes you beat the rowing yeah. machine at the gym. I'm proud of you. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Take it away. Oh, this is so funny to me. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us. Um, um, okay, a little programming note. I suppose I, I guess I should get it out there. 
listen, we know that we've been a little bit uh, slow with the the uploading (laughs) and recording of episodes. And I wanted to raise the flag that it might get worse because I have entered or I've left my fun employment era. So I don't really know. Boo, hiss, boo. No, it's (laughs) fine. I'm I'm glad to be doing something, but um, it 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 does make scheduling a little more difficult, especially because I don't know what my schedule is going to be um, like week to week for basically the next mm-hmm. three months. So a little bit of a, a quick ask for you guys to have patience with us. Not that you haven't been having a lot. We really appreciate that. We yeah. love you, baby. We love you, baby. Yeah, like if any of you don't follow us on social media and so you don't see us the funny posts like we make shout out. Yeah. Well, just us shouting out that we're skipping a week. This is why. The funny posts we make about um us skipping a week. That those ones. I'll tell you right now, we will not be posting we won't be recording next weekend because I'm gonna be away. Oh yeah, so so there'll at least be a two week gap between. Yeah, now and the man who will be king. That's good. It gives you some time to digest. Watch the episode at least three times, mm-hmm. and then come to it with a clear head, fresh eyes. When you do get it, it will be about four hours long because I think it we're going to have episodes. to break down the whole yeah, 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 episode because Cass <laughs> is in the whole friggin' thing. I'm so excited. Um, Okay, um, I'm going to take us out on that note. Um, Can't wait to see you for the next one. And thank you for being here with us today. You can find us at The Castcast on Tumblr and The Castcast on Twitter. And you can also email us. Our email is thecastcast at gmail.com. And you can send us little voice notes. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, We loved it. Thank you so much. I almost said your real I love name. Love to hear accent. We love yeah. it. You don't know shit. About, you don't know shit about cats, and we enjoyed it. And I think we should talk. We should hang out. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will catch you. Certainly not next week, but we will soon catch you with the man who would be king. We'll get ya. We're gonna get ya. We're gonna get ya. <laughs> Just like Blondie said. And goodbye, and we love you. That's all for me, guys. Cheerio and Julie Pope. Okay, bye. We love you. Goodbye. Cass has emotions. <laughs> oh, he sure does. He sure Think does. About Think, Think about it. Think about it. Bye, guys. What about a quick Jack check-in? How's Jack? Yeah. Jack's good. Not with me at the moment. But Jack was sleeping on my leg this morning i think that's part of why i'm so disoriented time-wise is like i was awake like at 6 30 and so i was like i have all the time in the world and what about rosie i I, I got a bit of a rosie update earlier but elsie missed it um but yeah she was sleeping on my leg rosie was barking at 6 a.m to go out and so i took her out and she just wanted to eat grass but eating grass makes her throw up so i was like we're not gonna do that right now and also it's raining and i don't feel like standing in around in the rain waiting for you to eat grass um so i made her walk but then when we got back Good inside she was being really weird and i was like maybe i should have just let her eat grass but you know like what am i supposed to do you did all a mother could do yeah you know? i think the answer is let her eat but grass, i was like just don't do that you did your best mm-hmm. yeah you know Exactly. Don't do it. Like, let's You'll just get go sick for a walk. 
and then you'll feel better. But then when we got back inside, I tried to give her a treat, which she didn't um, want. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. So then I gave her a piece of cheese, which she did eat. And then after she ate the cheese, she ate her treats. And I was like, okay, pretty good hustle. You just pulled on me there. <laughs> but she wasn't really excited for the cheese. So I'm thinking that the thing that I read a while ago, which is like your dog eats grass because they have heartburn, might be real. Maybe she has a little upset tummy and she's like, don't feed me anything. But yeah. Yeah, they do like but they I'm do like that because they feel sick, yeah. The thing that I read was like they have heartburn because their stomach is empty, so just try to get them to eat some food. So like trying to explain that concept to Rosie is a little mm-hmm. tough. Because she's like, No, I just gotta eat some grass. Difficult. And I'm like that's difficult. Well, she got some cheese in a treat. Instead. It's like your friend who insists that um like Smoking a blunt mm. will make him feel less drunk. It's that mm-hmm. friend, you know? Yeah. And you have to yeah. explain. You have to explain that they're not going to feel less drunk, but they're going to feel. More it's high. just going to get crossfaded. Yeah, but like you're, you're just going to feel the high more. Are we going to do this damn thing? Do you guys want to talk through anything? Let's do it. Let's get into it. I'm excited. Feeling, I'm good. feeling good. All right. I got some Mountain Dew. Are you ready? Ooh, little... I got some cup. Um, Cheers to classic gamer drinks. Everybody take your sips. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Cheers. That was Cheers. cute. Wait, are we going to keep doing this? <laughs> there. 